Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. I'm John B. Manos, President of the Bellarmine Forum, and tonight I want to talk about the Nacht der Amazonen, the pantsuit revolution of the German Amazon Synod. Truth is stranger than fiction, and I'm going to make you question what is really happening at the Amazon Synod, which is just five days away. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our tale, your mind's eye, let's go back to some ancient history and get to the meaning of the origin and the history of the word Amazon. The daughter of Ares, the Greek god of war, became the queen of the Amazonians, a tribe of warrior women whose trail of destruction stretched from Libya all the way across to the Caucasian steppes. They founded seven cities and built five or so temples to Artemis and Ares, known as the Amazonium. These were the Amazonians. They were fierce women, regarded throughout the ancient world. And their queen was so tough, she even participated in the Trojan War. For them, unfortunately, on the losing side. Fast forward 700 or so years, and we get to St. John the Evangelist. He was exiled to the Isle of Patmos. Patmos is a small island about twice the size of Key West, overall about 17 square miles. The name Patmos literally translates as my killing. It wasn't a pleasant place, but there there was a sprawling city and a Roman city that had been flourishing since about 400 BC. And in the middle of that city was a temple served by the city to Artemis and Ares. And it was called the Amazonium. They had built, the Amazonians had built that temple, built that town. And there, St. John was right there in the middle of it when he received the, in the midst of that Amazonian environment, received the visions of the final battle and revelation of all history that now form the book of Apocalypse in our Bible. Fast forward to today. Yesterday, we received proof that the Rhine, the river of the Germans, flows into the Amazon River. And it came in the form of an interview published by a German church backed by a a German agency called Advaniat. Adveniat, of course, come Lord Jesus, you know, Adveniat. At any rate, Adveniat is a relief group that sponsors help to Latin America. Adveniat has been a source of money and logistics to prepare and propel the Amazon Synod. They've been right there with it the whole time. In their journal, Blickpunkt Latin America, which uh, Blickpunkt means focus or spotlight, So it's Focus or Spotlight Latin America. They published an interview with Austrian German Bishop 
Erwin Kreutler. He's the retired bishop of Zingu, Brazil. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's X-I-N-G-U. Kreutler has been a key synod preparer. In 2014, he met with Pope Francis. They decided on the idea of the Amazon Synod, and Kreutler has been preparing since. As a matter of fact, he's so important to this that a number of sources say he's the guy that wrote the Instrumentum Laboris, the working document of the Synod. So he gives them an interview, and he's talking about what the goals. This guy's the mastermind of the Synod, get it? And he's talking about the goals. Among other things in the interview, uh, Kreutler claims that Saint Pope St. John Paul II's declaration given in the 1994 apostolic letter Ordinatio Sacerdotalis that the church is unable and lacks authority whatsoever to ordain women, in Kreutler's opinion, is not a dogma. No. Many, many Many theologians and academicians of the church and others have spilled all sorts of ink, including cardinals today, Brand Mueller, Mueller, Burke. They all say that hey, this is, if that statement is an infallible statement of church dogma, and here's Kreutler just throwing it aside, questioning it, saying, no, it's not a dogma. We could do whatever we want. He then raises a bunch of questions in interviews who can be ordained. And then he flat out states that the synod must approve the ordination of women to the diaconate. So he's laying the groundwork for women to be ordained priests, and he's saying that under no certain terms that he expects the synod to make women deacons. In other words, this is the German at the tip of the spear of the revolution. He's the blickpunkt, the focus, the spotlight of the German church's demands on the synod. Now, just going through the working document of the synod, there are several questions at the end. The last question in there asks, and I'm quoting, what contributions could the communications media make towards building a church with an Amazonian face? Now, Amazonian face. What is the church with an Amazonian face? You might think I'm a little crazy talking about the ancient Amazons in the Amazonian face of the church, but let's go forward here. Another question, quote, in what ways can consecrated life and its charisms so we're talking about nuns, religious, contribute to the building up of a church with an Amazonian face. Another question, this is a quote from the document, quote, along these lines, it is necessary to identify the type of official ministry that can be conferred on women. Get that? The type of official ministry that can be conferred on women taking into account the central role, central role which women play today in the Amazonian church. That's a quote. I'm going to read it again. 
Along these lines, it's necessary to identify the type of official ministry that can be conferred on women, taking into account the central role which women play in the Amazonian church. The document stresses, quote, an urgent need to evaluate and rethink the ministries that today are required to respond to the objectives of a church with an Amazonian face and a church with a native face. Again, the document tells us that these indigenous peoples have much to teach us Western minds. Oh, that's not fair. I see on the statistics that not everybody that listens to the podcast, there's many people from Asia. Welcome. But I think many, particularly in the Philippines and in India, that's not entirely fair as just say just Western minds, but I think many people in the Philippines and India receive a Western education. And I think when we get through this, you'll, 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 you'll agree. Um, they're talking about all of us. They're targeting Americans for the most part, but the quote is in the document that we're, we're told that indigenous peoples have much to teach us Western minds and that we should learn from them. Again, the church must have an Amazonian face. And Bishop Kreutler wants us wants the, quote, pastoral agents to be women. Did you notice that in the, uh, in the, in the document that um, they don't call them ministers, they don't call them priests, they're talking about pastoral agents. And this repeated use of the word, of the phrase, Amazonian face. Let's look a little bit at that. And what is the indigenous Amazonian face? When the Spanish explorers entered the Amazon basin, they encountered numerous fierce and pitched battles with women warrior tribes. It was uh, Francisco de Oriana. I think I'm saying that right. Spanish name, Francisco de Oriana, who said from these battles, they must be like the Amazons of Greek history. Does that ring a bell? The Amazon, it turns out, gets its name from the ancient Amazons, the warrior women tribes of Greek history. And because the Spanish had run into warrior women tribes in the Amazon basin. They called it the Amazon itself. In fact, it was a De Oriana's observation that gave the Amazon its name. So there's our connection to that ancient history. Let's look in, uh, you know, let's just name it another way. It's the Amazon was named the Amazon by the Spanish, and it's the same name that the Greeks gave the warrior women who were named, uh, descended from Ares, the god of war. The Greeks, etymologically, the word Amazon in Greek means without a breast. Uh, some say that uh, uh, the myth or the legend of the Amazonians was that the mother would cauterize the breast of the daughter, the right breast, so that it would not interfere with wielding a weapon. Thus, the Amazonian women being without this right breast could be more deft at handling bows, throwing javelins, and generally making war. That was their purpose. Metaphorically, if we think about the Greek, 
it means that these women had taken away their capacity to nurture. And that's supported by other Greek phrases that describe the Amazonians. They would call them manslayers, killers of men, destroyers of men. Other times they would call them equivalent to men. And, and they mean it in a sense of they lack the feminine and, and would try to be like men. Uh, in fact, when some Amazonians had been captured, taken on ships, they, they fought against their captors, took over the ships, but not being familiar with uh, uh, navigation of ships. In other words, they, they floated at sea until they hit the uh, island of Scythia. The Scythians uh, wake up, see these strangers on the beach, go to attack. During the fight, they thought these were just strange men that were coming to do battle. Uh, After the skirmish, they they kind of split their ways. And observing the bodies, they found out they were women. Again, this is history. It's recorded history. So the Greeks would call them equivalent to men. They also said of the Amazonians, the phrases to describe them, those who loathe all men, they hated all men. And again, that's ironed away with other descriptors of Amazonians that quote the unwed flesh devouring Amazonians gives you a good idea of what they were thinking. There's a million, there's a million ways. This is a deep rabbit hole we can get into with all the history of the Amazonians uh, and their myths and and but I think that we got the point across here. They were a man hating, warring women. That's fair. Uh, the real kicker to me is that the, the Greeks describe them as wearing trousers and pantsuits. No joke. I'm gonna put in the show notes a picture of a Greek vase. You can think of uh, typical Greek fashion. It has kind of some ornate borders at the top. There's a woman with a, appears a ponytail, but short hair, uh, kind of a, a war vest on and wearing trousers. That's an Amazonian. Pretty crazy. But it gets even stranger. Most of Europe had long forgotten. Again, it makes you wonder, though. I'm going to say it again, and now with a little bit of history. Now with the rest of the story. What do you think we're reading about in that document when they say they want to beat the German drum and put an emancipated Amazonian face on the church? The good news is this Trojan War has been fought in the past and we won. And with it being October, what can we do about it? Cardinals Burke and Mueller have asked us to pray a rosary daily, and I'm reminded of the time the communists tried to move in in South America in 1960, and a wise bishop there had asked the women, the Catholic women of the country, to begin forming rosary leagues. Rosary spread throughout the country, and the communists were defeated. We've got that, and here's Bishop uh, Bishop Schneider, Cardinals Mueller, and Burke asking us to pray our rosaries to defeat this emancipation, this Amazonian face. Pray your rosary daily to defeat the problems. What do you think? It's a little bit weirder with those historical facts. It's even stranger, and maybe you can see more of what's happening here. 
we can stop anything with our lady's help through the rosary. She gave us that promise. We can even stop the Trojan horse being brought into the church under the guise of the Amazonians. Pray your rosary. Pray for the Bellarmine Forum. Pray for me. Our Lady of the Rosary, pray for us. This has been a short presentation to the Bellarmine Forum, formerly known as the Wanderer Forum Foundation, founded in 1965 on the heels of Vatican II as a way to preserve Catholic faith amidst all of the confusion. If you enjoyed this show, uh, this production is underwritten by an anonymous donor who asks you to pray your rosary daily. If you enjoyed it or would like to sponsor production, please contact the forum on the website and, and let us know, and we can find a way to work it out. God love you. Pray your rosary. Hopefully we'll defeat this Trojan with Our Lady's help. Amen.